Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of We're Talking Shift. This is the podcast where we talk shift because when we feel stuck, if it's time to level up, rise to a challenge, make a health shift, a relationship, an emotional shift, in other words, any kind of meaningful, effective change in our lives, the first thing we have to shift is our thinking. That is the antidote to being stuck. My favorite returning guest, Dr. Tommy John, is back with us today. Dr. Tommy is passionate about educating the public about the miraculous machine known as the human body. If you are a longtime listener, you already know this about him. But if you're new here, buckle up because Dr. Tommy always takes us on a great ride. So without further ado, welcome back, Dr. Tommy. You ready to talk some shift? Thank you so much. Absolutely. Let's do this. Cool. Well, uh, so here we are um, in in the COVID of 2020. Right, right. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I just I have to put a little bit of a humorous spin on it because the, sure. the, the whole thing is um, well, it's uh, it's just an unusual year, isn't it? So we'll just yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. Um, and and you are very. Uh, I mean, you're very outspoken. We follow each other on social right. media, and you're very outspoken about your right. beliefs uh, uh, around our immune systems in relationship mm-hmm. to this this current um, health climate, shall we say, happening right now around the world. Uh, so, mm-hmm. I thought it'd be fun to chat about that, and also about um, responsibility and who that lies with. I mean, it's all connected. Yeah. Um, so, if you're cool with it, though. I thought I'd start by asking you about a quick video that uh, you shared. Maybe it was just yeah. yesterday or two days ago on on Twitter, and it was something about it was a life lesson, and it was had to do with losing your phone and your key. Ah, yes. So I that? absolutely, I'm all, I'm an open book. You know this. I'll sometimes share maybe a little too much, so <laughs> you don't ever have to ask permission. Just let's go into it. But that it was on the Fourth of July. And every year, 4th of July, I've been in Southern California for five years. And I, I'm not a big partier uh, anymore. I, 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 I shriek at social gatherings. <laughs> I almost get anxiety, even though I, I thrive on it in my office. But like socially, I, I just used to love a full bar, for a full concert hall. It, it, now I'm just like, okay, I'm good. I'm really yeah. good with a small group of really close people. So I hear every 4th of July, I take it upon myself to try to find a stretch of beach in Southern California where nobody is. That should have been exactly. easy this year. <laughs> exactly. So now wait for it because I say this in my office, everyone's like, TJ, what are you doing this uh, 4th of July? I'm like, I'm going to find a beach where nobody is. I'm going to post up with an umbrella, a book, donuts or kombucha or fruit or whatever I choose, full coffee, whatever I'll spend the day. They're like, where is this? Like, how is it even possible? And right. they're like, no way, no way. And then I always post a video a one minute video of me sitting on like 300 yards of beach where nobody is. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to give away my secret. So if anyone's in San Diego or if anyone's in LA, you guys got my secret, but it's a good secret to have South of this one entrance on the beach is D street. South of it, there's this little outlet, like where the cliff kind of comes out. And then if you keep going South 300 yards, there's another outlet. Well, when it's high tide, it closes off those outlets. So you have a private stretch of about 300 yards of beach. Mm-hmm. You just have to time it. You have to get there before high tide. Otherwise, you're just going to be walking through like waist deep water, which nobody does. Right. Okay. And I know nobody does. So 
Okay. I've gone there and I've spent the last four years, three years, four years on this beach where nobody is. Okay. And then I just, I spend the whole day. And about the only people who come up are surfers that paddle that way or paddle boarders that'll come there. But it's like two or three people on a Southern California beach or maybe one of the busiest beach days of the year. So that was my plan. I had four donuts from Lazy Acres. I had a full coffee, a chair, an umbrella. I had Sire G's book, Regenerate. I will fully promote that thing because it's amazing. <laughs> and I, um, I was going down and I was playfully, I met a, I saw a friend on the beach. So I was talking to her for a little bit and the beach was starting to get crowded and the tide was up and I was jumping from rock to rock. And I was acting like I posted a video of Erwan LaCour's kid from MoveNet. He had his son jumping from rocks and he was challenging himself, this little seven-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. And he must've failed, like, you know, failed like 13 times jumping to one rock and then he got it. And it was just this great video. And I was kind of inspired by that. So I'm jumping from rocks, avoiding the tide coming up, and I'm playing with the ocean. I'm just having a blast. Yeah. Get to my spot, post my umbrella, open my book, set everything down. I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I don't have my phone. And I'm like, okay. And I just did check it when I was talking to my friend because we exchanged a picture or something. Like, we had, I just used it, like, 200 right. yards earlier. Right. Now I'm like, oh, my God. And I immediately turn into as if somebody who lost their child. Right. right. And I'm like, right. you, you, you've got to be kidding me. And I don't run, but I was hauling ass up and down the beach trying to tr- retrace mm-hmm. my steps and find my phone as if I find it. I mean, the tide's like rushing and I'm like, okay. So I go all the way up, all the way down and I'm freaking out. My internal voice is like, you idiot. Why didn't you fasten it? Why didn't you put it in your bag? Like all this negative. Right. And sure. oh, now tossed and, and, and then I, yeah. I stopped myself and I'm like, wait a second, dude, look, look at what you're feeling like. And we've talked about this on previous episodes. You yeah. become very aware when you're not dialed in, like right. when you dip off beam, when you do all the work, you know what it feels like to kind of be dialed in and vibrating at a higher level. Mm-hmm. When you go off that, you become very sensitive to when you're off that. And yeah. that's what I think is a good thing. So I stopped and I was like, okay, <laughs> it's a phone. Really? nobody's dead. You didn't injure yourself. You're not sick. Nobody, you know, is sick or dead. Like calm down, put this in perspective. The ocean claimed a piece of technology that you really don't need right now. It's going to be okay. It's replaceable. (laughs) So I literally stopped in my tracks and I started laughing because of my reaction, which was total freak out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's like your lifeline, you know, your phone right now, it's like an appendage. So that was it. Right. And so it's literally, but Lori, literally, I was like, I can't take the picture of the ocean that I wanted to get. And I wanted to do <laughs> spinal hygiene. I want to film it. It was all these like, <laughs> right. topical crap. Like, wait, really? For our essential of life is none of that. What the hell are you, dude? Uh-huh. Out. Well, I had to, I, I should have. Now, the ultimate like Shaolin monk approach to that would have been post my umbrella, enjoy my donuts, sit in the face <laughs> of that and just enjoy it. Like enjoy. Yeah. But I was like, I'm going to solve this problem because that's how I, I roll. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, OK, problem presents. Let's solve it. Right. So I go back to my apartment because how do you contact anybody without a computer or a phone? Like, I don't I don't even know how to find a T-Mobile store. Like, is there a Yellow Pages? Do they exist? <laughs> Right. How do I, <laughs> I get literally... anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, 
do I grab somebody on the street? Like, Hey, can I use your browser? Like, I don't, I don't know what to do. This is crazy. And then I was like, I, I can't, I'm kind of limited because I've put so much confidence and trust into this, which is what they kind of want. They want us to be dependent on that. Right. Like that's where we're kind of headed. And I know Mm -hmm. for, we're able to reach thousands and, and hundreds of thousands. That's great. But then it's also, you disconnect from connection, you know, and, and we, yes. we know this, like it's proven. So I find a T-Mobile store with my computer, set an appointment, go in. And if you're going to lose something on a day and you're going to go to a store like that, you want to go on a holiday. I mean, this, the store was open. There was nobody in there. They were laughing at like my story. We were just <laughs> having a blast. You know, and I ended up doing spinal hygiene while I was waiting for my new phone to download stuff. It cost me, you know, some bucks and I paid with cash and was like, okay. And I got a new phone plan. It's the same price. Like everything was just like, dude, calm down. It worked out. Right. It all worked out. And and I got back to my apartment before noon. It was literally all this done and finished before noon. And I was like, nothing, like if something is more American than the fact that I was safe. I have a job that I can afford stuff. I'm doing what I love. I live at the beach. I have donuts and coffee. I like (laughs) met friends and I went and lost a technology device and I went and bought a new one on the same day. Like God bless America. God bless. Do you know what I mean? Like totally. This is fantastic. And so I I needed to post that video because I did go through Mm -hmm. the fluctuation of where we all go. I mean, there was a previous Tommy, me, that if that would have happened, it would have ruined my month. Like I would have been floored and just sure. upset and violently upset. Like, and it would have lost sleep and my appetite. And if I was dating somebody, they would have gotten my wrath. It was like, wait, what? What is wrong with you? Sure. Like, calm down. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It would have cool, spilled such over. A cool thing, though. Yeah. Right. Is a right. Test, right. And I'm like, okay, great mm-hmm. test, you know? Yeah, because you had to walk your talk. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, it's easy when something that's, you know, seems at least in the moment to be really dramatic or extreme or really is making you super uncomfortable. um, That's when you really get put to the test. And uh, can you really do the things that you espouse that you do and and tell everybody else that this is what, you know, these are the things that you should be doing for optimal, you know, peace and health and happiness and all that. Good and I hope, I hope the part that people grasped was that the work you and I and anybody listening, when we do the work we're doing, paying into that compound interest account, it's for moments like this that you don't right. know, the unpredictables, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then when they happen, oh, wow, like that level of stimulus wasn't that crazy. It might have broken me. It might have broken me so much that maybe my immune drops because of my stress response. And maybe I have something that comes up and, and infiltrates or you know what I mean? Like we just, yes. you don't know when that is. So that's why you're constantly doing the work every single day for yeah. those things that you can't plan for. It's true because then what, yeah, what, like you just said, when they do come up and they will, it's not a matter of oh, yeah. if, if it's a matter of they're, they're going to come. It's just a matter of time. And, right. and wow, if you have been doing your work and practicing uh, those things, um, how to stay um, kind of, in control if you've mastered your emotions and you don't let yourself, you know, completely collapse and turn into a basket mm-hmm. case or, you know, a raging mm-hmm. maniac, uh, <laughs> then you, you just, you, you not only get through it without, you know, the stress 
and and just compromising your whole state of mind, and which of course, as you just said, um, affects your your you biologically and your immune system. Totally. Um, but then you will also not only that, but you will also have the the opportunity to find something good, like, you know, mm-hmm. your life lesson, you might, um, meet somebody and have a laugh that you would not have met and laughed with before. Uh, right. there's, there's, yeah. And you just, and then you go to bed at the end of the day and you're like, wow, you know what? I, I realize what that could have been like before. I realize how far I've come and I see the silver lining and now I have something, you know, a great little story to share that hopefully somebody else will be like, ah, yeah, I'll be, I'm inspired a little more to keep practicing. Yeah, that's, that's why I shared the story. That's why I almost couldn't wait to get back. I was grateful that it happened because here's, here's what I had seen. And I didn't used to look at life that way. And it's like, you know, this, because there's going to be some people it's like, I mean, you got to go through that with an object, a phone. The toughest is going through that with a human, like where mm-hmm. you have some sort of fallout with a person, you know, and it's a, it's a human to human relationship. That's the strongest of all for sure. Mm-hmm. But these are those little trials, right? This is the training. This is like the practice game. Okay. If I can handle a phone, maybe I can handle a divorce or a breakup or, you know, a family uh, argument. Um, the, the stuff that's like the deeper, the deeper rooted things than yes. just an object you know? Right, right, right. The, the objects are your opportunity to, to practice. You're, you're, right. you're strengthening your, your mental muscle, your, your mind muscle. For sure. I had a, uh, uh, we had a, a, an incident a few years back. We used to have horses and every mm-hmm. year we would trailer our horses back and forth when we would, uh, had a summer, uh, we would summer in Wyoming at our home here, and then we would spend the winters in Arizona. So for several years, we had a long trailer. We would put our motorcycle up in the front, the horses in the back, the dog in the truck, and then we would make our, you know, twice a year trek back and forth. Yeah. And, um, and so a few years back, we were, we had gone, left Wyoming, heading to Arizona, and we're probably about, an hour and a half maybe from reaching our home in Arizona and our, what, uh, we got a flat tire on the trailer and it's now just about, um, an hour before dusk before dark. And so Mm -hmm. we, uh, you know, it's an 1100 mile trip. It's, you, you know, you're on the last stretch. You're, you're tired. You're ready to get out. We still have to unload horses. You know, there's a lot of work still to be done. Sure. And, and we pull over the side of the highway. Uh, and you know, my poor husband is just beside himself. He's nervous. He's kind of <laughs> panicking. You know, we've got, cause we have live animals and sure. you know, we're waiting for the, what was just the longest time for AAA to come and take care right, of this right. issue. And I'm just like you, I'm just like, you know, um, I got the dog and the sun was setting and it was beautiful in the the desert. And I just kind of walked off the road about, about (laughs) 20, 40 feet. And, and the dog and I just kind of found a little place to perch and and watch the beautiful sunset. I'm like, well, you know what? We're not going to be here forever. At some point we will be rescued. You know, it's, it's not raining. Uh, we're not starving. The horses are fine. 
fine. It, you know, we didn't get into an accident. I mean, it could have been so yeah. much worse. And I felt bad for my husband because I'm like, he's losing his shit and I'm just yeah, enjoying right. the sunset. But, I, you know, like you, uh, maybe it would have been years before that I, I might have been losing my stuff, too. And uh, but right. with lots of practice, um, I I had my mental diet diet dialed in so I could just sort of go with the flow and it, you know, live to tell about it. It, it matters. It matters. Okay. I got to ask you, you mentioned like, um, in the last 20 minutes donuts, like four times. So clearly you're a donut lover. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. So I go with, uh, I think we talked a little bit about last time because you might have said one of your guilties. You you yeah. do that the peppers on the pizza and you right, guys right. just mow it. And so um, pizza and root beer is one of my. I'm I'm very open about not being perfect with nutrition because I just don't think you need to be right. right. You're, you're I, kind of like I'm just here. Totally. Here's what I eat. Here here it is. Yeah. I go through phases, and I I always go with cravings, and I'm craving donuts. And so donuts with coffee in the morning. I can't do a lot. It just doesn't, my body just turns off after one, mm-hmm. the four of them might've lasted four days, but if I would have felt like two, I would have gone with it. But then there's other times, Lori, it might be two months. I don't touch them. Right. And then all of a sudden it'll be mini croissants or it'll be like a buttery salty. And I'm like, all right, go with it. Like I, and those right. are two things I can't, I always try to recreate restaurant quality stuff. Like every time it's super rare. I try to recreate, which is why we talked about pizza. I can't recreate a really good pizza, so uh-huh. I order out. It's like one of my only order outs. And then yeah. you got donuts. I do have a friend on, on Instagram. Her mom, she lives in Colorado. Her mom makes these donuts from scratch. And I was like, oh, my God, you got to give me the, uh, the recipe. And it's this really elaborate thing, and I just don't think it's worth the donuts. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, that's a lot. All right. I guess. I'm like, I don't know how to recreate a croissant, donuts, or pizza. So I'm going to ship out for those. And I just go, the little store down the road um, has an occasional, they got these ones. Now I will say this, the, it's like these elaborate icing designs and all this stuff. And I know it's to catch your eye and draw you to it. You're going to buy these four donuts. And I just like the cake part mm-hmm. or just like the basic glaze. Right. And so right. Simple. I scrape all that off because I just <laughs> want that good cake and I'm not doing it for health reasons. I'm doing it because I'm just like a snob, like a donut snob. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think <laughs> like that's okay. Was, <laughs> and I'm admitting, right. I'm not in denial, but I, uh, when we would go to Dunkin' Donuts on Sundays after church as kids, the only one I loved was the cake donut with the rainbow sprinkles uh-huh. and it was always sold out. And so I would go, we'd go as a family and we'd get the variety pack or whatever and be like, get Thomas rainbow sprinkles. And they never had it. And I'd always be out like pouting because I didn't get my donut. <laughs> and then as an adult, I'm like, when I get the chance, I'm gonna get a donut. And so I've literally, I was speaking at a high school once down towards LA and you know, Randy's donuts with, with the big donut. So it's the big donut sculpture on top. It was in Iron Man too, when he's sitting up, in the donut, eating the donut. It's like a famous, uh, I don't even, it's been in different movies. Like Quentin Tarantino maybe did it, but Iron Man, Robbie oh. Downey Jr. is like sitting inside the donut. Okay. Um, and it, so I'd seen it in movies being a cinephile and I'm like, wait, I'm going to, I'm going to, this is right near the high school. I'm going to get a Randy's donut. And they're like a buck. 
and I got two donuts. I could only finish one. And I'm just, <laughs> I, when I, I get in these little kicks and I go with them and I'm very yeah. proud. And yeah. I, yeah. I, I like it. I did a little kick myself. It was my birthday on Saturday and I decided, hey, happy yeah, thank you. Thank you. So, um, the whole, all of this whole 4th of July celebration stuff, um, some people don't know it's all about me. And so, of course, of course. <laughs> you know, boy, yeah, yeah, it was, it was all about me celebrating my birthday. Um, and I decided this year I wanted pie. So, uh, but I'm, I'm not a baker, um, very rarely. So I, I ordered some pies. And, um, and I had, I had pie all weekend and it was just delightful. It was wonderful. I, I had apple pie and key lime pie and banana cream pie and no, not an ounce of guilt. It was fabulous. No, outstanding. I'll go through pies. They have these halves or whole cherries at this store in Encinitas and I will get a half a cherry. I'll go through these pie phases just like you and I'll eat them. I, and I celebrate it and it feels fantastic and there's no shame. There's no guilt. And uh, and then I'm I'm good. Like I'm mm. I'm off. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. That's all you need. You kind of yeah. check that box, and you're good Dude. for a while. So pizza and pie, Lori. I think we're connected a little deeper than what we think. We both <laughs> we both enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. The more we good. talk, the more we find our, our, yeah. our common cheat foods. Is what it sounds <laughs> <Right>. like. <laughs> anyway, okay. So let me uh, let me get back to. Uh, something yeah. that's not um, food related before I develop a new craving. And right. I want to talk about, let's, let's stay with our theme of uh, some personal responsibility here. Cause it's kind of yeah. some uh, part of your life lesson there for your, your situation that happened with losing your phone was mm -hmm. basically right. Just taking charge and, and personal responsibility for your health, which in this case was really your emotional state, your emotional health. Right. Uh, you know, you managed it. Um, so, so on that note uh, of taking personal responsibility, what do you think with uh, with everything that's that's going on? We have yeah. there's there's two. It seems like pretty much two camps. Uh, uh, one camp that is like don't don't worry about anything. Just do what you're told. Just believe, right. you know, what you're being told by the experts, you know, and that that's fair. If you don't know, you want to believe sure. somebody that you think is an expert. And then there's the other camp that's like, mm, I don't, I don't know about any of this. I'm going to do some of my own, um, investigating and then I'll do what I want. Um, right. so I guess my question is, you know, what do you think about, how much people or we should defer to the so-called experts because there seemed to be an endless stream of them who knew there were so many yeah. here um, you know right. on right on TV and then and the news media themselves versus you know thinking for ourselves doing our own investigating um, yeah. some people would say that that's the irresponsible thing to do and some people think no that's the very responsible thing to do so what's your take so when I I'm, I've been doing this for so long that as soon as all this came out, I wasn't phased at all. It just, I, I went and defaulted to what I've been doing because I'd done so much work mm -hmm. up to this point that this was just another like, okay, all right, what, what are we, what's going on? Why are we freaking out? What is it among as many of my colleagues and friends and people that I look up to and follow, you know, they're all just like, wait, what are we doing? Calm down. This is, we got this. This is okay. Well, then yeah. it was like, all this other stuff started to come out. Okay. If I was over there, how did I start? Like when I was first starting, well, I would take in the information 
And then it would lead me to spark me wanting to investigate more. Go to the source of who these experts are talking about. What are they referencing? And mm-hmm. when you go to the source and you dig it up and you read or you, or you, or you talk to some doctors or you, and you got to talk to all sides, which is it's sad that there's like sides in doctors, but like, yeah. or there's like political natures in doctors. Yes, and absolutely. Like, how is that even possible? You know? And so when you start to see that, it's like, wait a second, who, the information that's coming out, who stands to benefit? Because I've gotten a lot of hate as well from the information yeah. I'm putting out. And when you just, I always say this, do your, do your research, keep digging, keep what makes sense. Cause some of it's just going to make sense to you. And then yeah. other parts, it's going to work. I always say, does it make sense? Or does it work? Most right. of the time, the litmus test is common. So it'll be, that just doesn't seem to make sense. And when you do your research and go, instead of blindly following, does it make sense? Okay. Well, these, there's two sides, let's say, um, you know, virus uh, origination, what that does to us. There's germ theory or there's terrain theory. Let's just take that as a simple, like be afraid because germs cause disease or the environment that our body is in is more approachable to the germs to create the changes and they, they, they thrive on garbage. Let's just say like flies thrive on garbage and rodents thrive on garbage. The flies and rodents don't make the garbage. So like Mm. there's two camps, right? So when you start looking at that, it's like, wait, germs cause disease or the environment that the body's in makes it more open to those things kind of teaching us how we're supposed to change, or we would call it being sick, but we know it's not being sick. It's just, it's just yeah. waking us up and having that conversation. It's the things we need to change. Mm-hmm. Hmm. If germs, if germ theory was true, then we would never have survived ever. Like there's so much in our nose passage, in our colon and in our small intestine that we could kill us right now. But then there's also this balance of microbes and there's this balance that just doesn't make sense to me. You know, Mm -hmm. like it just, when you explain, because some people are like, I don't even know what germ theory is. And when you have a conversation, everybody, no matter what their level of education is, they're like, well, that just doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't, does it? (laughs) Right. And then you explain terrain in the most basic sense. And this is stuff you can just get. It's not like archived blacklisted articles. Mm -hmm. These are just, this is just out there, you know? Well, I guess it's out there now. Google is censoring quite a bit. Um, But if you go to DuckDuckGo or some of those other engines, right? Yeah, you can Um, find it. You could find it. And so now there's going to be representatives behind this, like me, for instance, or some other doctors way, way high up on the scale, naturopaths, MDs, scientists, pathologists, virologists, all of them. Yeah. They're saying the same thing. Now, here's my take. And this is another thing, like the message that's being displayed, who stands to benefit? Because it's supposed to be humanity. Like it's supposed to be the human race is supposed to benefit from all things health. Yeah. And, and so not, not an organization, not a business, not a corporation, not an individual, but the actual people, like mm-hmm. we're supposed to benefit. Yeah. What sounds better, you know, like what sounds more hopeful, empowering and, and evolutionary and adaptive and, and like strong and like resilient and gritty and stuff that we were like made from. Well, yeah, it just makes sense that the terrain theory and these doctors here posing it, because I had a lot of people say how selfish of those doctors to be saying that. How so, like, how are they benefiting? They're saying that you protect you. They, 
you do it. Not that, you know, they have vested interest in a stock of something that if we buy a vaccine or if we go this route or we stay or there's small business, there's people that will lose business by pushing this agenda. You know what I mean? Like I'm fully prepared to not have my business open if it means that people get healthier. Like, I mean, them, them empowering themselves. Problem is when we do things like connect, socially connect, not isolate, you know, and we talk and we expose ourselves to outside and we're, we're more, I have a post coming up where it's bacteria and viruses, mentors of the human race since the dawn of time. Like mm-hmm. they, they tell us, they teach us about our environment and what we need to do, like leveling up, whooping cough, measles, pox, scarlet fever, mono even, all these things that teach our bodies how to get ready for the next level instead of trying to prevent Anything mm-hmm. from ever, you know, we got to yeah. like. Yeah, you can't hide from it. Things. You shouldn't hide from it. No, what makes sense? And when you start doing your research, I just wish people did more research all over. Just get information. Just soak up information. Like you and I, we read, we talk, we listen to videos, we watch. And I'm not just listening to stuff that, that I like. I'm listening right. to everything. And it's like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. And, you know, and it's just, okay, I'm off. I'll go to the next one. Oh, wow, look at that. That makes sense. And it just, here I am 20 years later. And that's why the majority of, regardless of if this thing is, is as virulent as it is, or if it's not, I'm not afraid per se, because one, I'm not afraid of death. That's something else. Like in, Mm -hmm. in this country, medicine is like, as long as you're not dead, it's a success. And it's like, (laughs) what is like being in a vet, a vegetable in a bed for 10 years and you racked up a million five for a bill. Mm -hmm. Well, wait, you didn't even live. You know what I mean? And what if we always think of like death as this, wait, it's something we all experience. Like we will all go there. (laughs) So let's try to go in the most peaceful way possible, first of all. And what's the best way to approach that so that the crossover is peaceful? Well, nourished, rested, connected with purpose Mm -hmm. and belief and nourished by the sun and moved and resilient and pliable and just empowered and confident and all right, let's go. And then yeah. whatever happens, happens. Right, right. And and for in this particular incidence with, mm-hmm. with what's going on now, for the majority of people, it's not a death sentence. So there's that. Um you know, <laughs> anyway, but, but I, I, I will, uh, I'm going to refrain from going off on event session with that, but anyway, um, so, <laughs> so, so, but you touched on something also that I think is very important, um, that's happening, uh, and it's one of your eight essentials to health, which is relationships, which is also yeah. the same thing as connection. And yeah. I think, I think it's really good to talk a little bit more about that because, you know, Connection is one of the six psychological human needs. I mean, it is everybody needs it. I write human beings, we're we're innately social species, right? So yeah. we have to have connection in order to be, you know, emotionally, mentally fit. It's just who we are. It's how we're built. Yeah. And so this this extreme social distancing, you know, is it's this isolation. Which, when you think of it, is really interesting because it actually compromises your immune system in a way because this 
right? It, it's it's typically isolation is used as a as a punishment, right? I mean, you when you when when your kid misbehaves, you send them yeah. usually to their room. You isolate them because they don't want to be isolated, and then you yep. you know then you behave better and you get to rejoin the tribe, right? Or or prisoners. I mean, what's the Prison. thing that right? They they go yeah. into isolation if uh, they're. Misbe right, solitary, if they're misbehaving even more in prison. So it seems so, um, I mean, I get I get what they're putting out is the logic for this, but right. it doesn't right. seem logical to, because, you know, that kind of isolation for people and social distancing, basically, you know, not connecting with other human beings other than the ones that are under the same roof with you um, is something that creates a lot of more fear, stress, anxiety, and right, doesn't all that compromise our immune system? <laughs> Depresses Absolutely. it. Like that's the stress response. If this thing were about whatever it's, it's about, it should be what's the best way to put our immune systems in the best position possible to be able to survive this, whatever it is, whatever it is or this yeah. is. Yes. I, and I, I, I find it interesting. They social, they call it social isolation and not uh, physical. Isolation. Yeah. Like, right. It's like the worst of the worst. And that's, that's the big part. There's always that part in the movie where the person's on a boat by themselves and they go crazy. Like mm -hmm. it's always this isolate. If Tom Hanks didn't have Wilson, he mm -hmm. would have totally committed suicide. Like you can't yeah. in Castaway in, in the movie. Castaway. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's all these references to that single individual being by themselves. And that's what they were trying to promote. Yeah. You might have a household of people, but again, even right. husband, wife, brother, sister, it's going to have a breakdown. My niece, my poor little niece, 13 years old, had a breakdown because she couldn't see her friends. Like, and she doesn't break down. And this mm -hmm. little girl, after hearing the news of what Illinois was going to do, is like, next year, we're not going to open up like all these things. And it was just, you're right. Kids, you don't have to get kids to be social. They gather up. They ask each other's age so they know hierarchy. They'll mm -hmm. make rules for stuff. They almost create like a Lord of the Flies right within your eyes. Like, they, yeah, they'll, they'll, just cre they'll create like a, a community immediately. Right. Hey, right. what's your name? I'm Tyler. How old are you? And they know mm -hmm. because of the age who's going to decide, hey, we're going to go here. All right. And they all follow around. Boom. And then they just share and open and connect. And when they started to do that, again, I understand avoid all germs means we we don't get sick. But that's that's, again, if you believe in that germ theory approach. But. That'd be like you're never leaving your house ever again, or there's nothing coming through ever, nothing in your nose, E. coli, MRSA, all, all these things that already lie inside of us. So mm -hmm. everything from that, that connecting part, and when I started to hear, this is when I, I, almost, I almost bawled on the spot, a friend of mine, a chiropractor, she passed away up in Thousand Oaks area, and a Zoom funeral. And I was like, wait a second. I, mm -hmm. at a time when you should connect with your family most and mm -hmm. share and celebrate and honor the memory of a person. And you can't do that person to person because you were told by this authority. That's just all, oh, oh my. And I, yeah. I, yeah. I was livid because I got thrust back to when my brother passed away. And if somebody had told me you can't have a funeral, I, I would not have listened one bit. I would have taken the sign and shoved it up there. I just, it, there's no way. <laughs> right. And when yeah. the, this woman and her family and friends couldn't have a funeral because they had to isolate and do all this stuff through a funeral. Yeah. Wait a second. 
wait a second. Um, but connection, humans, we connect from room to room. We connect through dreams. We connect energetically. Like we don't understand the vastness of how much we can affect each other. It's why I moved out here. The second I touched my patients, being a chiropractor, chiro, manual, right? It's man, it's hands. So uh-huh. it's, it's hands on. As soon as I touch, I exchange with that person. I exchange everything that I got going on. I exchange my current state. They take it on. They may not be conscious of it, but they're accepting that. You've sat in the room with somebody that's just vibing, like, and you can yeah. feel. You could feel your husband when he was cranked when the car. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you could just, you could yeah. sense it. Like, that's measurable. Yeah. I moved because I was like, I'm having to meditate and get my mind right before I touch a patient in my own office, in my own facility. That's not right. I, something needs to be, no, something needs to be better because as soon as I connect with that person, it, it, they're exchanging. Now that's an, that's a bad, like I had all, you know, angst and, 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 and uh, I wasn't happy with where I was living, but the same goes for positive, right? Like if yep. we're really dialed in and we're really experiencing joy and content, we're happy where we are and we have a life we don't want to take a vacation from. And we're just, you want to share that with an embrace or a handshake or sure. a hand on the shoulder or a cheek to cheek, or do you know we're supposed to hug heart to heart? Did you know that? I just learned this. I, I did not. I mean, I think I, I do anyway. It's just kind of the natural way that I hug, but I didn't, I didn't realize there was a, there was a thing about that. Just so you're dialed in. Apparently I, every, a lot of people default to hugging off left. So our right side goes to right side. Uh We're supposed to go heart to heart as to that's, Ah. I don't like that word supposed to, but it made sense. I'm like, oh, wow, press our hearts together. And that's what we should hug. Now you default to that, which maybe says something. That's pretty awesome. Wait a sec. Oh, I'm thinking about this in my brain now. I'm like, no, because if it's heart to heart, then (laughs) it would be left shoulder to left shoulder. And I go like straight on. So it's, okay. so, right. So no, I just, I just, I come in hot straight on. So, right. so it's, okay. yeah, it's my heart to lung, I guess. Right. I don't, right. It feels good so though. Go off center, off center and the heads separate. It would be ah. off to the left, to the okay. right, excuse me, off that person's yeah. left. The heart to, yeah. Interesting. Okay. But there's oh. very much on the power of touch, the power of connection. Yeah. And, and we, we were told that, this was going to be protective in nature and it did more damage. And sadly it did, it's going to continue to do more damage because um, Mm -hmm. we're not equipping ourselves. Viruses don't get eliminated or beaten. We don't beat viruses. You don't beat bacteria. You don't ever beat nature. You figure out how to work with it. And we keep phrasing it as we're going to beat this virus. No, we're not, not ever. Are we going to beat this thing? So let's accept that it's out there. Let's accept that it's really not that big a deal as proven by the numbers. And even if it was, mm-hmm. we have to learn to live within what these viruses and bacteria. So, okay, how can we equip ourselves and level up so that when we go out and we're exposed to life, we're ready, we're more prepared, but they had us isolating, which had us worse in a, wor- a worse state of being so that when we're let out or we're going back to sport or we're going back to uh, yeah. I talked to my buddy Vladimir. He was saying these Serbian professional basketball players in isolation, socially distancing. When they came back, their performance, their immune response, I forget how they measured it. They did some blood marker. It uh-huh. was down 
Now, these were pro basketball players, and it hmm. was a month, a month of social isolation and return to normal had an immune decrease of about 50% in 20-year-old professional athlete thoroughbreds, basically, right? Right. And if it, that's the case in them, what about the general population that we keep worrying about? Like, yeah, social isolation, maybe one of the worst decisions we could have done in this situation. So, I agree. I agree. And I think yeah. that I, I believe there are studies out there, too, um, that um, reveal that uh, people that are, you know, have a, uh, a good social life and are connected mm-hmm. with people, that they have better mental health um, and are yeah. more stable and just, yeah, more mentally, emotionally fit than people that are more antisocial, that are loners, that that don't do that. It's uh, I, I'm pretty sure there are several studies. I was reading one. I should have marked it here for reference. But anyway, so oh, yeah. there are there are all kinds of. So let's just um, run through really quick a few reminders for people. As long as if you are one of those people that are really trying to follow the rules that are being broadcast all day every day and wear your mask and stay home and and all that stuff what do you tell people i know you have your eight essentials and we don't have to you know go into the details of all of those but let's just rattle off a few things really quick to make sure remember to do this people if this is how you're rolling or even if you're not and you should be doing these things whether we're in a pandemic or not absolutely this is it doesn't matter what what a what uh, like shows itself in life, your approach mm-hmm. to it is exactly the same. Everybody does that in my office. Like, Hey, different injury. What are we doing? Exact same thing you did before. You're just at another state of being, but the exact principles in line, here we go. Yeah. Um, I find now if it, a way to level up during this time is you have a break from your hysteria, even though there's another level of hysteria coming up, but you have a break from your regular day to day, take advantage of that. Sit in silence, sit, sit, literally, if you want to isolate, there's nothing wrong with that. Isolate by yourself, go outside, what we would call meditation, breath, or prayer. And you don't even have to know what you're doing. Just sit alone. Just sit alone. No phone, no anything. Try to be in nature and try to just, just observe. Mm -hmm. I did it the other day on, on Idlewild Mountain. I started doing ohms. I haven't chanted in a long time. Do you chant at all? Have you ever chanted? (laughs) Yeah, I have. I haven't for a long time either, but okay. when I have, it's kind of cool. Exactly. So I was like by myself and I'm on the edge of this cliff and I was like, sunset was happening. I'm like, this is fantastic. You know what? I'm going to do some ohms. And I started to do some ohms and I just got into it. And the birds responded. There were just like birds going nuts that they weren't before. And they started to chirp. Now, I don't know if they were pissed or if they were responding <laughs> in a good way. Maybe I'd you like interrupted their Zen time. <laughs> there was like, dude, I'm napping. Like, what is going on? Will you shut up. It's How like rude. Brooklyn. Shut right. up. Right. Um, so I was doing ohms, probably disturbing nature. I like to think the other way. Um, but yeah, <laughs> right. just, just getting out in nature and just getting out. Walking. Right. Simple form of simple form of, of activity. And everybody can do it for the most part. Mm-hmm. Walk. So many answers will come to you when you just walk. And there's such things called walking meditations. You don't even have to know how to do them. No music, no phone other than maybe say, just, just keep it quiet and just walk and look at what you're looking at. Like look around you, just start to notice things. Um, That's a good one too. And, and it is surprising how really hard it is for when you start doing that to keep your mind on 
what you're doing, like on your feet or your steps or the tree yep. or the clouds or the, and yeah. not, yeah. And to not let your mind go running off into the future or what happened this morning or yesterday, or it, to keep it right there in the present with you is really, really hard when you're not used to doing mm-hmm. that. Even when you are, it's, it's a constant vigilant, you know, uh, focus that you have to maintain, but it's really effective. And it's interesting on that note, I always suggest it to athletes and human athletes can vary anywhere in my office from 10 to 90, but I'll always suggest it to everybody, every human. And it's interesting because the report back is never my glutes, my feet. They're always like, I just feel good. Like I feel calm and I feel at peace. And these are people that don't speak this way, like regularly. And that's their response. The regular response is usually an emotional, mental clearance you almost like a garbage when they walk um Mm -hmm. so i think Mm -hmm. vital one um this was no different to me um i think trying to find just like i did with the phone is regardless of what camp you're in with all this we have a ton we could be grateful for Mm -hmm. like every single day especially now and i know i know we always talk about that but even in moments like this you know i lost a thousand dollar phone I lost a house key. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. Okay. Mm-hmm. What am I grateful for? Well, wait, like I'm at the beach. I got donuts. <laughs> you right. know, I have, right. I have people that I want to tell this story to, you, you know what I mean? Like I have sure. people I can connect, totally enjoy this story and think it's hilarious. And I have an audience that I'm affecting healthily, hopefully, you know, right, and I, right, right. I, have, I have, like all these things, like, hold on, hold on. And it just puts, it just boosts, it boosts your, your element. It boosts you up another level. And that's what we're looking forward to doing. Um, keep on a regular sleep schedule. Sleep is number four on the eight essentials and they're in rank. Keep a bedtime, like keep, because it's so easy now because schedules are kind of twisted and tweaked. Um, yeah. To go to sleep late, wake up late. And then we're, our rhythms are off. And when mm-hmm. that's off, hormones can shift and a lot of things can be affected. And so, um, yeah, yeah. And fatigue, that kind of fatigue um, from from lack of consistent sleep really affects your um, ability to manage your emotions. And so then if you get up and you're fatigued and you don't sleep well and you turn on your TV and you have, you know, whatever channel you're watching, the media um, whose number one strategy is to play to your emotions. you know, you're just being led around, you know, by your nose and all you're doing is reacting rather than thinking clear. You can't think clearly when you're sleep deprived. No. And they do that right in the military on purpose to purposely put them in those environments. Um, yeah, I just saw, I just saw a post, uh, a dentist, a holistic dentist I follow and he, he will speak like you and I, because really any practitioner of any specialty of the body, when they're holistic, they tie in everything to everything. So it's like, we're all coming from the same camp. Um, and so you sometimes pick up little nuggets. And mm-hmm. one of the things he said is the immune system inside your nose, the immune response inside your nose, the skin of your nose, the cells of your nose, nasal breathing boosts all these immune responses. And like things that are very violent, like, like violent invaders, but on purpose to teach us when they go in through the nose, they don't last. They don't last. That's why how deep 
do they have to go in your nose to find coronavirus? It's like, yeah. wait, if you have to shove a friggin' Q-tip into my brain to right. find it, how the hell is it coming out? And we're so worried about it. You know, like, wait, yeah. you just touched my like amygdala. Like, hold on. <laughs> oh, God. A it's, it's horrifying when I heard it's about like, how that the- happened. I saw God. a video. I almost threw up. I'm like, oh, God. Oh. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so this guy, Stephen Lynn, he had said, and when I looked at that, like, I know the power of breathing through your nose, and I know, but he lists all these detailed cellular responses, which do we have to know? No. The bigger picture, your immune system is first line of defense is skin and oils, like everything on the, or on the outside. And that's part of it. The tracks, the digestive tract, your ear tract, nose. Everything there, that's why they have to break through the skin with a vaccine or something else. Because if you went on the skin, the skin would be like, no, you're gone. We're not right. letting that in. Yeah, it's your, it's your barrier for protect you for exactly. there for a reason. Exactly. So inside the nose, it was like, dude, if I was like on the skin trying to find a safe place, I'd go harbor in the nose, man. There's, there's so much <laughs> warriors. There's so many warriors inside there that do their job and prevent a lot of the outside invaders from getting in and creating a, a response that we may not necessarily be able to handle that time because our terrain's just not in the position it is. So if, if you kind of believe that there's some stuff out there that's trying to get you right now, dominate nose breathing, nasal breathing as often as you can throughout the day. Um, nice. That's another big one, I would say. Yeah. 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 That that's a good one too, because I think a lot of people, you know, wouldn't think of that. You're thinking about things no. like, well, you know, don't smoke. You know, you should probably eat healthier. You sure. know, which all those things are true, but nasal breathing is something that isn't going to come to the mind of the average person. Right, and it's doable. It's sustainable. Like something like, where do I buy the food? How do I cook it? How? Oh wait, walk and breathe through my nose? Really? <laughs> Life changing telling you right now, life changing on a consistent basis. It will literally change your life. Yep. Yep. I went on a, a, a five mile walk yesterday with, with our daughter oh. who's back here again. <clears throat> and we're, yeah. we're, we're out, uh, you know, our, everyone around here has a lot of acreages. So we're not like in a, yep. in a little a neighborhood. So uh, we're out walking and we're seeing, you know, cows and chickens and horses and goats and, you know, mountains and lakes and smelling the fresh air and looking at the clouds and the birds. And it's, uh, by the time we got back, well, first of all, my lungs were on fire because it was five mile hike and there was a lot exactly. of uphill. And I was like, okay, I had to do a little mouth breathing there for a minute. Uh, right, but I, right. I, I tried to stick with my nose, <laughs> but, uh, but it was awesome. And, and then we just felt so regenerated after, yeah. you know, a week of company and, and, you know, schedules that we don't normally have and food that we don't normally have and all that good stuff. And it just felt so good. Totally. I felt like it um was a reset that's a lot of there's a lot of people it will um a lot of the common denominators from the elderly people or people later on in their lives over 90 one of their most common from a from an exercise if we called it that they they just walk they walk (laughs) everywhere and they and it's just one of those things like man we're really and it boosts parasympathetic the, the regenerative restoring the calming part of the nervous system just walk 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 Go take a walk. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. So, so there's that obvious things. You know, if you 
to keep your immune system boosted, the things that you're just mm-hmm. talking about. I mean, reducing your alcohol intake, that's going to yeah. suppress your immune system. Um, you know, finding ways like you were talking about other ways to manage your stress. It, you know, if you, if you can't for whatever reason, get out and, and walk or, right. uh, or move as much as, you know, some people can, then I think I love just put in something that makes you laugh, watch a movie, watch a comedy, oh, yeah. something that makes you laugh. Laughing is really a good boost. I think. Somebody said that. Absolutely. Somebody said that to one of my videos, like this made me laugh so hard. I'm like, boom, like there it is. Because that right there was a huge immune response in a positive way. That's why Patch Adams did what he did. Like literally he would go into those wards of children and get them to laugh, to just not be focused on what was sick or or sick or symptoms or no. And I, I suggest that to people with families like game night, something charades like something where you're just enjoying the act and the creativity kelly brogan says dr kelly brogan all the time like our our the healer inside of us is the creative side it's that artistic side because it doesn't have bounds and i just i find like when we go to games and we're able to be creative and free and and unbridled and along with that comes silliness you know and play yeah and i yeah the laugh couples with that and it's just another thing that the healthier people do often. Right. It's, it's true. (laughs) It's true. You know, it was really fun here where we are in the little town of Cody, Wyoming. Um, they, uh, so there's a rodeo every night of the summer here. It's rodeo country. And, uh, and then they always have a 4th of July parade. So it's, you know, it's, uh, the marching bands and it's horses and, you know, it's everything that you would see in a parade. And, uh, you know, this is a tourist town. So there was speculation on what was it going to be like this year. And, uh, it, even though it was probably a only 30% of the, of the tourist population that we normally get, but I was so uh, pleased and surprised when I got into town uh, to the parade to see that there were still tons of people out, tons of tourists, less than usual, but they still showed up. And out of hundreds of people lining the streets, um, I think I only saw three people wearing a mask, number one. Oh, and no, hey. and there, people are shoulder to shoulder. It's a parade. There's, yeah. there's no social distancing. Um, oh. And then, uh, and then the fire trucks come along at the end and they have an ongoing water fight battle with one of the local bars in town called the silver dollar. And apparently it was the battle Royale this year because there were literally water gun wielding snipers on the roofs of the building and they're throwing water balloons and people are laughing and running and playing and just having the time of their life. And I thought, God, this is so good to see. It's always good to see, but for obvious reasons this year, it was amazing to see. And people were at the rodeo last night, you know, cheering on the, the, the bronc riders and the barrel racers and, it was just so um, good to see that at least in some places there was still some freedom and good old fashioned Americana kind of things going on. And there are still a lot of people that were fearlessly, you know, doing what we would normally be doing. 
And so it'll be interesting. Yeah, living and having fun and playing and just doing, you know, just doing their thing. So I don't know. You know, I don't want to sound arrogant about it, but it'll be interesting to see if there's any big spike here in our little town of Cody, Wyoming. I mean, you know, we'll know in a couple weeks, but I don't know. We'll, We'll find out. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully there won't be. Um, and hopefully if there, if there is, uh, you know, it's, uh, people will, uh, be sick for a few days, recover and be back to normal. Sure. 99% over will do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, all right. Well, I think that, uh, just just kind of being able to talk about this and give people some more food for thought and just, you know, sharing not only just a few reminder, good reminder tips, um, breathe through your nose, people, breathe through your nose. (laughs) But, you know, is there any other advice that you would like to give listeners that, um, you know, that would, that's just as important now um, or after this, the whole thing runs its course that we didn't uh, touch on already? I honestly think because I do it myself and I was reminded I was on another podcast, keep just keep questioning things, not, not to be argumentative. Mm-hmm. You just, you have every right to know, uh, to learn, to, to observe, to take in information, keep questioning, including yourself. I'll do it all the time because I can kind of get on cruise control where I kind of think I know, you know what I mean? I'll think I know in my office, I know right. what they need. I know. And it's like, do I know? Wait a second. And then I'll question, go dig a little further, find another layer. Oh, wow. I, wow. How like I, I yeah. wasn't really sharp there. It just keeps yourself sharp. Keep questioning everything, including you and I. And right. the thing is, when you do this, the information that is for you, you'll, it'll just show, it'll be there, but it might not have, you might not have been ready for it earlier. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. We could read the same book, right? The Gal- Alchemist I've read three times. It's a totally right. different book. Everybody read it. Just like people come in here. I have no idea what program we're on. Why? Because they're a completely different person than they were the time before. Mm-hmm. So we keep challenging and keep questioning and keep challenging, keep questioning every single day with everything that comes in. And then all those things that are principles, that are laws of the universe, that are stuff we're supposed to abide by as humans, they keep, they keep going through all the fuzz. They keep coming through the fog and they will be bright and clear. And you'll be like, oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's what I want to retain. The rest, I'm just going to discard till the next Mm -hmm. round. And and you just keep doing this moving forward. You have every right in the information age to to learn and observe and adapt and survive. And that's on you. And the best thing is just connect with everything outside, engage, ask questions. And and my news is, is talking to people. It's talking to you. It's talking right. to clients. That's how I get my news. You know what I mean? It's still mm-hmm. opinionated, but it's mm-hmm. that person. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I asked like 30, 30 people the same question, and I got 30 different news stories. Interesting. All right, cool. Yeah. And I just, what makes sense to me? All right. And then I learned something. I don't know. It's no yeah. different than listening to CNN, Fox, ABC, NBC. You know, it's just somebody spin on something. I don't know. I'm just right. getting information. If it doesn't make sense or it's Wait a second. I'm going to go a little further on this. Let me go to the source on this. Ooh, this is a little harder to find. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Listen, video, article. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, wow. That really makes sense. Boom. And then you just keep acquiring that. But I just love to keep questioning everybody, including yourself 
and including the sides that you agree with. You know what I mean? Yeah. My buddy does it to me all the time. Keep me sharp. You would think we just like fluff each other back and forth. Like, oh yeah, you're amazing. No, you are. Here's more. Info. You're great. No, we're like, bro. <laughs> no, you. you right. No, but I. But that's. It's really good advice, though. I mean, yeah, question yourself. Question the people that are willing to have a reasonable dialogue with you. Totally. And, you know, be open. Uh, be open and willing to consider mm-hmm. other angles. Um, and it doesn't mean you have to accept them, but at least be willing no. to listen and hear. And, and, you know, the more, like you say, the more information you have, um, the, the more informed decisions you can make about what you really think is right for you. But I think you, you're right. You have to get really, really curious. You have to want to be so in control of your own life that you have this insatiable curiosity to dig and do your own work and then do what works for you. Oh, I think Einstein said, he's like, have holy curiosity. Mm. <laughs> it's like the mm-hmm. Holy curiosity. And then he says some of those compound interest is like the greatest invention. It's like we're paying into that compound interest account by doing the eight essentials and doing this stuff driven by just holy curiosity. So those two really stand out. Yeah. I just, those things give me goosebumps. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. That was wonderful. I think, uh, <laughs> I think this was super fun. This was, thank you so much for coming back and sharing all of your, your donut stories and your, <laughs> your beach <laughs> stories and, and yeah, now, yeah, but all of the really good stuff. I really enjoyed it. And I sure appreciate your time, Tommy. Thank you. Oh yeah. And I'm, I'm grateful that yeah, we've sparked this up and is this my third time? I'm, I'm kind of doing it like a, uh, yeah. like a Justin Timberlake on SNL or a Steve Martin <laughs> on SNL. How many times they've like visited and yeah, hosted. Yeah. 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 I, I have a little letter jacket. In these, I like, like it. I like it. I, this is, a, this is either third or fourth. I'm, okay, I think, good. All right, I good. think third, I'll, I'll let you know for sure. Um, and, uh, I will always post where everybody can find you, but it's drtommyjohn.com, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, anywhere else, uh, you're on Instagram, you're on Twitter. You're not hard to yeah, find. Yeah. Through that website, you'll find all my social on there. And then, yeah. And any questions you have, or if you feel like commenting or reaching out, or you want to have a back and forth, DM me, um, Kindly DM me. I do get back to the kind ones. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, I don't with the ones that express uh, some some not so friendly approaches. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, I'm always down to have a conversation, share, and if anybody's got any questions, for sure you can contact me. I'm open. Sweet. All right. Well, let's do it again in another month or two. Got it. Done. Thanks, Lori. All right. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you. Take care. All right. All right take care. Ready for you out. Okay. Did Dr. Tommy hang up? Or is he He's still there? gone. All right. Here we go. Well, that was another fun episode with Dr. Tommy John. We always have a really great conversation. I so appreciate everything that he shares. Um, so that was a good show, you guys. If you would like some guidance making some healthy shifts in your life, I invite you to check out my website, lauribischoff.com, where you can learn what private coaching with me is all about. And you can find my books there too, Common Sense Happiness, which helps you create a healthy mental diet, and The Food Print Plan, which helps you create a healthy eating lifestyle. Both of these books can be extremely effective at helping you boost your immune system, which is really what we were talking about today. So if you're enjoying 
all the good shift being shared on this podcast. It would mean a lot to me if you would just take a minute, give it a quick rating and a review. And that also helps a lot of other people see that it is worth their time to give it a listen. I hope you all enjoyed this week's health shift. Until next week, stay feisty, my friends. Stay healthy and go make some epic shift happen in your life. You too, Gary Vee.